What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Marcel. And before we get into this next episode, I just want to remind you to make sure you subscribe to a pod called Blurred on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And also, be sure to leave us a review so other people know to check it out as well. And most importantly, tell your goddamn homies. All right, let's get into it. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's... The older I get, I just feel like my favorite kind of drunk is wine drunk. It's probably it's a nice the, drunk. It's the best kind of drunk. I I don't think I've ever have you ever thrown up from drinking too much wine? I've never thrown up from drinking. What? You just keep that inside of you like a monster? Yeah, I just I just keep it rocking. You're a demon. I lay down, let <laughs> the ceiling spin real quick, and then I'm well, good. No, that's what makes me throw up. When I know that I'm laying down and I'm not moving on my own free will, and then things start moving, is when I want to throw up the most. Nah, I feel wavy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm just laying there like whole room spinning around me, baby. You don't know nothing about this. You ain't never lived like this. <laughs> oh, this is my comfort zone. <laughs> no, nah, this so is the, where I belong. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like alcoholism. We need to address that at some point in time. <laughs> if you just always want to be in that thing, that's that's uh pinpoint. Uh so anyway, the other day I decide uh Marcy's working late. So I'm like, yo, let me go pick up some comics and um, go to a bar and chill out, read some comics, drink some drink and whatever. So I get my books. I go to Q bar. uh, It's my spot because before it gets too late, it's empty. It's still empty. So I get to enjoy a big old empty bar. Nobody really bothers me. And one of my friends work there. So it's cool. So I get there and she tells me that it's happy hour. So I'm like, all right, cool. What's on happy hour? She's like, yo, $5 wines. I was like, stop right there. Sold. Give me one. She was like, what kind of wine would you like? And I'm like, the red kind. Like, I don't know wines. She was like, there's Merlot, Sauvignon Blanc, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yo, the red, I don't know, man. Just when you, whenever you find one that you like, you got to remember what that one is. I like them all. <laughs> because it makes me feel good inside. <laughs> like, I don't like the dry joints. My mouth be all dry. It's tart. It's I'm just sitting there unhappy. Just, just doing that. Just dry liquids. Like, how is this scientifically possible? <laughs> you know. So now, I get I think that'd uh, be my kryptonite if I was a superhero. Just yeah. tart, <laughs> tart, <laughs> tart flavors. Someone's just throwing dried strawberries at you. It's <laughs> like, no, my only weakness. <laughs> Things that aren't juicy. <laughs> you, you, OJ, the juice man. <laughs> so, um, you know, my friend gave me a bunch of wine and stuff like that. And one of them, she was just like, this is your birthday wine. I was like, don't disrespect me like that. That shit was $5. Don't you fucking, don't you, you should have just gave it to me and let me pay for it. Like what? Especially since when I come there, you give me a free drink anyway. So I mm-hmm. feel like it was an empty gesture. So fuck you for that. But I'm still going to drink this. You definitely could have given me something more expensive. Like I know you got a bottle of like Johnny Walker back there. Just yeah. It's just like just, one sip. Not yeah. Just pour it like a ginger ale just to the brim and just like, yo, whatever you do with this is your business. And I'm like, thanks friend. Um, 
So now I'm wavy. I'm driving home. I'm listening to Giveon, Heartbreak Anniversary. <laughs> like everything is everything is good at home, but I'm just like, <laughs> I want sadness. I'm driving on uh, the Cross Island. On the other side of traffic, I start to see smoke. And then the car that was in the left lane, because I'm in the middle, the car that's in the left lane kind of like moves out the way. And I see this sedan on its top, like overturned, just skidding along the um oh shit the highway and i'm like oh shit and then i see a second uh suv and it's turned sideways and you see like there's like this uh black woman in the driver's seat and her hand is over her her mouth like she's like in complete shock because of obviously what just happened yeah. and her side airbag was deployed no fire there's clearly an overturned um car whatever and i just see this woman she's like oh and immediately for like a second, I thought I should do something. No. And then right, right after that, I was like, the fuck am I going to do my drunk ass? Like I was just, and I just pictured myself like playing Frogger, like trying to get to the other side of the highway while wine drunk, while Giveon is playing in my head. I'm like, this is, this is something. <laughs> but I just went home. I didn't call nobody. I went home and I told my parents. I was like, oh, this shit was crazy. And they're like, you didn't call? And I was just like, I assume no. the people that also saw the thing called that they I feel were like just, if you're on that side of the highway, it's your obligation to call. If you're on the other side of the highway, that one got nothing to do with you. You can, yeah. you can keep going. Yeah. And it was Full like, I was, yeah, I was in between exits. So it's not even like I knew what exit I was at. So I just imagine the phone call that the dispatcher is just like, nine one one. how can I help you? And I was like, yo, some wild shit just happened. <laughs> And he's like, where are you, sir? I'm on the highway. Like, between what exits? Oh, oh, oh hold on. This is my favorite part. <laughs> so, and I just turn up, give you up, and I just start belting away to the 911 dispatcher. You like red wine, miss? What's your name? <laughs> They're hanging up on you real quick. But apparently, and I heard there's like a thing where they can like geolocate you if you stay on the phone. Yeah, I think you're, uh, once you call them. Even if you call them and you don't like really say anything, they just hear what's happening in the background. They'll just like track you and find out where you are. That's kind of cool. But it was also, I didn't want to do that because I was like, yo, what if they just come find me? And I was like, yo, son, that that accident, eight miles back. Hmm. Oh, actually, speaking of that, you know, I was thinking about 911. So I watched this show. It's called 911. <laughs> and, um, there was this such a good title for a cop show. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> it's actually about firefighters. What? And there's one, there, but there's one cop, and the one cop is Angela Bassett. So everything is okay. Wait, how? What is one cop doing on the show about firefighters? Uh, like she just arrested in a fire. Like I don't. No. What, are you, what are you there no, for? No. Well, well, the show is basically it's um, it yeah it's it centers around this this one fire station and that crew. But then there's also it follows the life of the 911. Oh, like a bunch of 911 dispatchers. Mm. And one of them is like related to the firefighter. And then the cop is like detached from everybody. But then she ends up marrying one of the firefighters. And the dude that's the firefighter captain lost his family in a fire that he caused because he was an alcoholic and he fell asleep next to an event. Yo, this dude was a wild boy. He would. He lived in this apartment complex and he was a drunk. I forgot why he was a drunk, but he was a drunk. 
And then he would tell his parents, his uh, his family, he was like, yo, I'm going to go out, fight fires. And he would go to the apartment below them that I think was getting like, that was vacant. Mm-hmm. And he would just go there with a space heater and a bottle and just get drunk and then pass out. So he did that. And there was like a rag next to the heater or some shit. And it set the whole building on fire. And his kids and his wife died in that fire because of him. And then well, they now just he's got a reason to go to the apartment below the apartment below him. Yeah. You <laughs> said, so you thought this was going to stop my wavy time? I was like, I'm just going to. It only enhanced it. <laughs> I'm just double down. Literally, I'm going to go two floors down. Um, But yeah, instead of like firing the dude or putting him in jail, they put him in AA and just transferred him to another fire department. I'm like, oh, so they're doing what you would. Uh, the shit with you, what they do with priests, they just shuffle y'all problematic motherfuckers around. But yeah, you, you definitely should lose your job if you cause a fire and kill. People. But being like wild irresponsible, it's one yeah. thing if like you know fire just starts in your crib accidentally or whatever. But, but nah, nah, yeah, this shit is different. This is also a TV show, so yeah, <laughs> like, but it's so good. So. There was this one episode where this dude was sent in to rob a bank and he he was like mad nervous. He was wearing like a bubble jacket, but they're in California. So I'm like, why is this dude wearing a bubble jacket? So he goes up to the teller and he slides her notes like this is a bank robbery. Please don't call the cops. Be calm. And then she looks up at him all nervous and he opens his jacket and he has a bomb strapped to him. And she was just like, oh, all right. What? She hits the silent alarm regardless. And then cops start to show up, you know, like sirens going off and blah, blah, blah. And like in that moment, I was like, wouldn't it be like a smarter idea that anytime somebody like trips a silent alarm that y'all pull (laughs) up silent silently? (laughs) Yeah. Like maybe you send like undercover cops or like undercover whatever. Not just y'all blaring your sirens in your full uniform. This is the police. No shit. Helicopter like, overhead and anything with the big yeah. searchlight. Yeah. Why don't you guys just pull up mad silence strategically and just like choke them out like on some splinter cell shit, you know? But they didn't do that. Anyway, the dude ran out the back and turns out that he, he was just like, oh, like one of those dudes, the undocumented workers that like chill outside Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And this dude these dudes came up to in a van. It was like, yo, I got a job for you. He gets in the van. They strap a bomb to him and then make him go rob the bank for them. And I was like, that shit is sick. That's wild. That's an insane story, but it's pretty dope. Somebody uh, writes that shit. <laughs> like, that reminds me of like the last cool thing I saw when my girl made me watch Grey's Anatomy and uh, like homies, homies wife died, right? In surgery. And they was doing everything they could. It was just like, yo, she's in V-Fib. That should have been the name of the show because everyone's in V-Fib. It's always V-Fib <laughs> all day, all the time in that hospital. I know it's something bad. I don't know what it means. I hope I'm never in V-Fib because them niggas <laughs> can't save nobody in that shit. <laughs> they also can't save people on that show in general. But anyway, why is this hospital in business? And it's supposed to be like such a good one too. They <laughs> lose shorty. They tell her husband, he's just like, you killed my wife. And then he like sues them. That shit, I guess, goes horribly. And like I just missed that because I wasn't really paying attention. So homie, homie comes back strapped up, blasting. He said, are you a surgeon? Lady was like, yes, I'm a surgeon. Wow. 
What? <laughs> running through the hospital, just shooting surgeons. What? But you said right, what about what about nurse practitioners? Like two people. Oh, actually, in the beginning, he was just firing off. Oh, okay. And I think he started to run kind of low on bullets, so he started asking questions. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Let me save. Let me be strategic about my rampage." He started being like, "Yo, you a surgeon?" I was like, "Yeah, all right, so I'm gonna shoot you. Are you a surgeon? Nah, I'm a nurse." You could rock. You just like doing your job and anything. Yeah, you ain't. Yeah. You didn't kill my wife. Yeah, respect you. You were the nurse that pulled the plug. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's it's like a two episode run of him just like shooting people in this hospital. Then like the SWAT team gets sent in and they shoot him, and then homie gets away somehow. And that's just like real confusing to me because like they shot him one time. <laughs> And yeah. the SWAT team has MP5, so I feel like they would shoot him multiple times. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just, just how automatic weapons work. Yeah. Yeah. It automatically lets off an abundance of bullets. Just like, oh, you do. That's it. That's all that's it takes. It. Yeah. And those bullets are pointy. Wow. Then it leads to the, the alcoholic doctor telling him, like, yo, you got one bullet left. You can shoot me if you want. And then the cops are going to come in here and they're going to get your ass. Or you can shoot yourself and see your wife again. Yo, whoa, whoa, Doc. What Is the- that moment? I'm like, yo, I think I would have shot you off the strength of you just saying that to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> yo, what is this show? <laughs> it's, it's like such a bad show, but when they come in with the wild shit, that's when I'm just like, yo, it reaches levels of ridiculousness where I am so entertained, it doesn't matter to me. That's why I enjoy 911. See, there's 911. And then there's 911 Lone Star, which is both uh, on Fox, which follows Rob Lowe. He's he's a wow. he's a fire captain that used that uh, used to work in New York. He was a New York fire uh, firefighter captain, and him and his crew were sent in to uh, the call for the Twin Towers 9/11. And because of that, he got lung cancer. He was like one of those those firefighters. Um, but he doesn't tell anybody. And he's like really like bougie in the sense of he's like, I have a skincare routine and I drink organic vegan, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, okay, but your son's a junkie. So his son tried to kill himself um, off pills. He was addicted to pills for a very long time. And when his boyfriend broke up with him, who he thought he was going to marry, he tried to OD. Mm. His son also a firefighter and i'm like oh goodness gracious the answer to that wasn't to get him help i think i think he went to rehab but it it, he relapsed after a while it was hey let's just move you guys to this one um firehouse in san antonio texas or some shit like that because the last uh members of this firehouse blew up in a fire so you're in charge now. Okay, thanks. Bye. And how? How? That's what Firehouse they wrote. Bro. Blowing up in a fire would just have me feeling like, yo, this entire town is doomed. Like we can't. <laughs> so they actually they'll cops have, locked themselves in jail. The fire, <laughs> the shit is on fire. It's over for us, man. Bro, in this one town, there was an episode where a volcano erupted and they, they had to fight like lava, like just straight up just lava. <laughs> like that was, the, there was a dude. Where are they? Cause you Somewhere. said Lone Star and I'm like, they're in Texas. They're in Texas. There are no volcano. Where did the volcano come from in Texas, Chris? 
I don't know, but it was a great episode. There was this dude, he was at a pool party. He was being wild creepy. And then he was just like, I'm gonna dive into the hot tub. He didn't know that the um the the ground underneath the hot tub cracked and lava was going into it and it made it really hot. So he do- he dove backwards into it, deep fried instantly. It was crazy. Somebody tried to they're like, grab my hand. Arm melted right off, came right off on Fox TV, Lone Star. <laughs> Bad TV any, is great. Yeah. <laughs> any anytime some wild shit happens, I'm just, I look at my computer and I'm like, Lone Star. <laughs> like that is, it is it is nuts. There was another one where um somebody tried. And this is in regular nine one one. Somebody tried to abort a baby, and this is like one of the first episodes, and the baby got stuck in the plumbing and there was a neighbor that called 911 it was like yo the baby next door it won't shut up it's crying all day it's noise complaint i want somebody to do, do something about this so they responded to the noise complaint and they went to the apartment it was like ain't nobody got no baby here and then they heard the baby in the walls and they were like there's a baby trapped in the walls oh my god and then they opened the walls didn't see no baby come to find out the baby got stuck in the pipes yeah, I just wish the listeners could see my facial reactions to all of this because like I don't have anything to say after hearing such levels of ridiculousness. It's just like weird things I'm doing with my eyebrows. Yeah, and it's weird because <laughs> like, I feel like they set it up in such a way where I feel like if you comment on on any of it, you're a piece of shit. Like, like if you're like, yo, that is ridiculous. Why would they do that? You're just like, what is your stance on abortion? I was like, oh, God, it's your, your body, your choice. And it's like, I'm not questioning Don't that. put the baby in the walls, though. Don't. <laughs> my issue, not issue, but my point is somebody is writing this wild shit. flush the baby? Yes. Somebody flushed the baby down the toilet. It's like episode two, one, yeah. something like that. It's you should watch it. It's basically what I'm saying. I have so many issues with this, yo. But you were talking about homie having a, a drug habit and relapsing, and my my brain traveled somewhere else after you said that. And I thought, uh-huh. how many how many comics do you think we could sell if we had a, a five issue miniseries of Speedy getting backed on on the shit, get back on the shit, and he runs around shooting hypodermic needles at niggas? My only rebuttal to that is. Does it only have to be five issues? <laughs> Can we just make this an ongoing? Because you're onto something. That's one thing I never follow-up question. Out of but all they're of- like comically large hypodermic needles. Yeah. I needed to re- remind everyone that, like, nah, it's not like the actual I, nah. It's like the way Green Arrow was running around with all the wacky arrows, yeah. he's got the high arrows. He just gets you high as shit. It's just a thing where it's like, I can't take you seriously as an archer if you're running around with an arrow with a boxing glove at the top. You know, like, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm just going to shoot you. No, it's the non-lethal takedown. But if you're just running around with arrows full of dog food, that is ridiculous. That is, you're a menace to society and you need to be stopped. And the only person that could stop well, me hey, is... Did, did you use this before you shot me with it, man? Yeah, That's all. Because yeah. yeah, so you look like you're not doing too well. <laughs> that is horrible, but we didn't write it. Somebody wrote it and made it a thing, so now we're commenting on that. My thing. favorite part about this, before we hit the intro, 
some listener is googling dog food and why you said that <laughs> and they just learned a hood term I, this is what you come here for <laughs> the more you know <laughs> anyway never fair women and children the band boys are in the building welcome to another episode of a pod called blur the podcast where we cover a wide range of comic and sci-fi related news across different mediums i am your host the homebody homeboy aka thought summers Hey, and I'm your boy Marcel, aka Drum Food, aka not Jivimus. Not Jivimus. Oh, if you haven't noticed by now, James is somewhere in the world and he's in Liberia. Th- <laughs> the thing about male friendships that my girlfriend pointed out to me yesterday was that um, I was getting gas. We went out, smoked, got some pizza, then I had to go get some gas. Standing at the gas pump, pumping my gas, that apparently, like, Long Island isn't feeling the shortage at all. Gas prices are the same around, around like, where I work and where she lives. They're not I don't, that crazy by me, either. Like, they went up a little bit, but I heard some people saying, like, yo, it went up to, like, $7. And I'm just like, where? Still at, like, 3 and change over here. Yeah, where are those people? It's, like, 3.30 right now, which is high. Normally, it'd be around, like, 3.12. I... Listen, I, I I tweeted the other day, like I started driving in 2012 when like Bush was selling like the, the, the gallon tanks or whatever. And like I, there was a point I paid four dollars and 16 cents for a gallon of gas. I'm chilling right now. I don't like I and I make and back then I was making eight dollars and like 56 cents. It was such an odd number. I don't know why they didn't round up. They didn't respect me. Why is it 56? Why? What was it? 55 before you just gave me that? Was it 50 and you gave me? Why'd you guys stop at that? Did you just have a penny sitting around the office? You're like, yo, just give it to the light skin kid. Like, I, mean, I don't know. You know they charge you nine tenths of a cent too, so it's like four fifty six and nine tenths. Yeah, I, I don't. Why? Why I, can't I, I just get that tenth? I don't understand the nine tenths of a cent thing. What, what? What office supplies is that tenth of a cent going to? Is it one sticky note? Is it two sticky notes? How many sticky notes is this tenth of a cent going towards? I don't know. Somebody do the math. Get a calculator. <laughs> so um, I'm standing at the thing, getting my my cheap-ish gas. Uh, cheap, cheapish coming to ABC uh, this fall. So I'm going through my stories, and I see somebody in this like lime green car. And like it starts off at the like the, the the bottom of the car and it starts to pan up to the whoever's driving. And it's James sitting in the driver's seat, sunglasses on, <laughs> yeah. Haitian flag around his neck. He's like, let me drive the boat. And then speeds off. Peels off in a Lambo. <laughs> no, it was a Corvette. I thought it was, oh, right, a, Lambo. Right. It was, a, it was a Corvette. Corvette. I had the first time I looked at it, I was like, yo, that looks like a Lambo. A Lambo. And so it was a vet. I remembered Corvette's really been trying to get in their Lambo bag. Yeah. <laughs> We're not really selling Corvettes. Yeah. So now I'm I'm thoroughly confused. And I like we knew that he was going away, that he wasn't going to be here this week. That's why he gave us the stuff so we can record on Zoom at home. So it's like, that's cool, you know. But he didn't necessarily tell us where he's going. And I never inquired or cared. Until I saw him in that car. What is James doing? Where is he? Why is he in this car? What? <laughs> what? I just remember he said, yo, I'm going to visit family. And I was like, all right. I don't really need to know any more than that. I didn't need yeah, to know that. But like, it's cool. I that's what you enjoy yourself. Yeah, I got back I didn't in the know car. who was going to enjoy himself this much. 
<laughs> I mean, he deserves it. But I get back in the car. I look at my girl. I was like, yo, did you see James or story? She's like, no, I showed her. She's like, that was him. She's like, I didn't even notice because I saw a car was immediately like disinterested. And I was just like, yeah, I guess. And she was like, where is he? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, how don't you know? And I was like, I didn't ask. And she's like, so you don't ask what your friends are doing or going? I was like, no, as long as they make it back to do the thing that we have to do, I don't care. Like, do, do, what, do what you want. Just don't die just, while you're doing what you're doing. We good. Ex- exactly, because then you're going to affect my schedule and I got shit to do. So, yeah, wherever you, she said that's something that, like, I guess, like, in male friendships, we just don't ask. She was like, if that was me, I would have asked. But then I was like, at what point are you being too intrusive? At what point is it just, like, rude? Like, I don't know that line. So I just go, all right, yeah, man. Yeah, I you mean, know? It's all right to ask. It's, it's not that big of a deal. We just, like, eh, it's not yeah. that important to us. Yeah, yeah like, I me, I just. Like, if it was shit. real hype to tell us where you were going, you would say it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. I said, I think in our group, I'm the most informative because like I just I just tell people I'll tell y'all shit like about what I'm doing, even if it's at my expense. Um, yeah, I don't really care. She was like, yeah, I was the one that knew when uh, Marcel and Ileana went to Florida. I was just like, good for you, nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, like well, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, you knew. I don't care. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Like, I just knew I had to make adjustments for that week. But um, yeah. So wherever James is, relax. <laughs> like, just, for, you're not. Yeah, you're not Thank driving you a boat. Gas a little bit, man. Yeah, that wasn't there are a other boat. cars coming down that street. Yeah, you were like seventy eight. Yeah, there's a child on a tricycle. Seventy eight in the cul de sac. Yeah. We gonna find out. Um, uh, we gonna find out. James is gonna be on the next episode of nine one one. Oh, speaking of which, so I got one more, I got one more 911 story, right? One more 911 Lone Star story. So, oh, man, I'm watching the show, right? And this dude, he, I uh, see this TikToker that I know and I follow him. I think his thing is, uh, he does this series called Dave the Masochist. And it's about this masochist that goes to hell and isn't bothered by any of like the demons uh torture torturing methods like he's into that shit right so i'm like oh this is a funny bit i see this dude he's on a 911 episode so this truck is just like hanging off the bridge so the firefighters go down and there there's this one um muslim firefighter her name is firefox and like she's like instagram famous and blah 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 and she's funny she's like a real funny uh person on the show. So the 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 truck is hanging off the bridge and someone spots her in the crowd. They're like, that's Firefox. You're like, say something to the people. And she was just like, I'm about to go save the day. Be good, y'all. <laughs> and she explodes. No. So now she suspends all she suspends down to the truck to the married couple. I see Dave the the Dave the masochist my homie from TikTok and his wife that's in the passenger seat. They're talking to them. They save the wife, pull her out. Firefox is having a conversation with Dave. She's just like, so you're, you're, you're married. You're very young. What made you do it? She was like, yo, I just always knew she was the one. Mid-sentence, truck just falls. And Dave the Damascus just falls to his death. And the truck blows up. And she's just suspended in the air like, yo, that shit crazy. That's like, wild. <laughs> and me... I'm smack. So I'm watching this. I'm happy for my dude. I'm like, yo, shout out to the creatives getting in larger spaces. Go ahead, get that check. Oh, shit. This is not a recurring role. <laughs> it was a one-time deal for you. 
Hey, he still lit. He didn't even make it to the commercial break, dog. I was like, yeah, it's just crazy. Shout out to Dave the Masochist or whoever he was. But he dead now in the show. Not real life. He's chilling in real life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're rambling this episode. There's not a lot of news, honestly. Yeah, there's not much shit happened in the, the world of comics this week. It's a, it's a pretty dry week. It's probably going to be dry as far as news goes for, for a while until we get to Comic-Con. Not like if I'm if I'm gonna be at Comic Con, I'm not talking about nothing to nobody until it's time to announce the big thing at the place where people make big thing announcements. Right. Well, we do have some things coming up. Look, we at least like the, as far as content goes, we have Loki in June. Uh, we have True. Army of the Army of the Dead next week. No, did you peep that the the Loki like trail like posters or whatever kind of look like um the fucking i can't remember the name of the show but it's with the time lords and all of that and they travel through time and space fuck me why can't yeah. I, doctor who doc oh no not even a little bit yeah Never. like the 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 poster image it has like the it, it looks exactly the way all of the doctor who images look Never and that was been. pretty cool because it there's a lot of similarities between that and Doctor Who, so it makes me feel like, oh, they're gonna go in with this like it's just Disney's Doctor Who. It's the Marvel Universe's Doctor Who, and I'm here for it. I mean, I watched like two seasons of Doctor Who. They okay. were both very good. I just with who? Because don't they uh, switch them like James Bond kind of? Like David Tennant, and before that, it was uh, Eccleston. I don't remember that guy's the actor's first name, but they're both like very, very good actors david Tennant is the guy that was kilgrave villain yeah he was kilgrave purple face what's his name purple man purple face wasn't it purple face some shit like that what's his it's like the code purple, name the purple man Pur- purple man. every time i saw him i was like oh it's david Tennant." yeah <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was kilgrave purple something ah whatever like i knew his name was something it was something purple um but yeah, but it, yeah, I mean, it's alien species traveling through time and space, solving problems. Yeah, I mean that's cool and everything. Loki, alien species. I'm like, I, right, I see what y'all doing. I dig it. I'm here for it. I hope it's Yo, good. Remember, we did that list of who has the most annoying fans and whatnot. Yeah, Doctor Who fans would not make that list for me because I don't come into contact with them that often but i would also like to not to you know like i don't know doctor who fans never really bothered me they just like dressing up as their weird characters which is what they like, everyone does no, they cool. like dress they like dressing up like that phone booth shit because that phone booth is something yeah i, don't I was, know what I was thinking of the the phone booth specifically but yeah. that's like their time machine that's cool when I see you in that, I'm gonna kick you over. Why? That's because a real gonna... British thing. You think if you think about it, like, <laughs> it, it is time machine. <laughs> it's a phone booth. Yeah. Do they even have those phone booths in the UK anymore? I don't know. Probably it seems like a, not. Like, again, especially not after COVID. It's very dirty. Yeah. It just seems like it'd be pointless now because cell phones. Same reason awesome. why we don't have. Oh, but now they they started turning those into like charging stations or like Wi-Fi ports and shit like that, like hotspots. Which is so sus to me because like, do you want to get robbed? (laughs) Like that's the only thing I think of anytime I see someone standing there charging their phone at some charging station. It's like, oh, so you want someone to come jack your shit? 
I mean, what's the, what's really the difference between getting jacked while stationary and getting jacked while walking? Like, I can still run down on you. It'll be in your hand. That's the like. Yeah. You, there's a greater chance of you holding on to what's yours because you're holding on to what's yours. Maybe, yeah. Unless there's like cameras pointing on them, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work that like beat cops Man, aren't going to keep up ain't with. Doing nothing. Yeah. They're like, oh, you should have paid the extra twelve dollars a month for the insurance. Sorry, fuck up my face. I'm gonna go harass some minorities now. Okay, thanks. Bye. Excuse me, Negro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, homeless man, I'm here to yeah. disrupt your, your life. <laughs> She's like, I'm not homeless. This is the new Yeezy collection. What was I going to say? Yeah, like with, with the Doctor Who fans, they've kind of been on my list of like fandoms who kind of just stay there. Like I haven't met a very combative, toxic Doctor Who fan or like fanatic, I should say. Like I know nerds that are into Doctor Who and whatnot, but they don't. I don't know anybody that stands just as hard as they would. Like, let's say like Star Trek or Star Wars. <laughs> Or whatever. Like, I haven't run into that yet. I don't even know where you watch Doctor Who. Is that, like, strictly a BBC, like, yeah. show? Uh, when I watched it, I was watching it on an illegal site that just had mad TV shows. Right. So That's maybe. also where I watch everything for the most part. But, yeah. like, even if it wasn't, I think that would be the only place that I could I could have watched it at the time. It right. might have been on Netflix at one point. Because I feel like that's a thing where, like, Netflix would have dropped a bag to get that. They do have a lot of UK shows. Like they had the UK version of Skins on there at one point. Yeah. Now see that I watched all of. That's yeah, yeah, fire. yeah. That's crazy. The US version is trash. Big trash. Because MTV took it. Yeah. If you yeah, like Degrassi yeah. and you just want it to be more raw, what you do, watch Skins. If you like Euphoria, also watch Skins. Euphoria and Skins are basically like the same shit, except Euphoria is shot so much better. It just has just crazy style to it yeah different time yeah, yeah, yeah. skins was like early 2000s right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that makes sense that's that's fine i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tax them for that but one thing that did come out uh at the top of this past week or last week or whenever the fuck you listen to this the venom 2 trailer uh and listen man okay we gonna keep it 100 about the venom 2 trailer uh-huh. it looks trash but the first one was trash and Going into the second one, we have seen the first. Therefore, my only real stance on it is if I can laugh at this one as much as I laughed at like the latter parts of Venom once I got over the fact that like this movie sucked and it was right. more of a comedy than anything, they right. just doubled down on that. Right. I'm going to enjoy it. Polished trash. I'm going to I'm gonna like this movie. First of all, ignore my tattoos. I am not the most knowledgeable person about when it comes to Venom's history, right? Like, I don't think anyone should be. I think if you like Venom, you should be like all of the 90s kids that saw the cool black (laughs) suit, the giant teeth, the long tongue with the green slime coming out. And you said, this is fire. And you knew nothing about anything going on with the character uh, other than what was on the animated series. Yep. I know more about you, not U.S. Agent Venom, Agent Venom, and Eddie Brock and all that shit than I do about like the '90s one. Other than him, him and Spider-Man coming to like an uh, an agreement, whatever. Like I never knew that Venom had a um, 
almost like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Like he's he's like a big kid. This the symbiote. Like every time we've I've saw him in the animated shows, he was just like a a, a petty ex, possibly from a South American co- uh, country. You know, like he's just very very latin in nature when it came <laughs> what? To, to the petty to the pettiness of the pettiness of that symbiote is very triggering for me i'm i'm assuming that the symbiote origin was about 36 degrees at least from the equator like it's very it is very <laughs> it's very telling you know like it's just, I almost made a joke that would have had to have gotten edited out. I'm I feel like me it. saying that alone might just like allude to what it could have been, but most people's brains don't work like mine, so we'll be all right. But yeah, coming it was, from it was such an easy layup, man. Yeah, coming coming from people who are both dating Latinas, anytime I see the the Venom symbiote just attach, just latch onto like my skin, <laughs> just like I want to be with you. Love me, be one with me. <laughs> so, from what I've seen, right, the like weird, the the whole Venom being a, a big kid thing was just real sus to me in the movie because I've never right. seen Venom like that before. I've only seen right. Venom as just like the fucking menacing. Yeah, he's just big and evil and running right. around destroying things, which is why I didn't understand how he was going to be the hero in a film to begin with. Right, uh, but you know, you you can go the anti anti hero route with almost any villain if you just humanize them somewhat. But uh, yeah, he he was just like a whole baby in that shit, and it was just odd. It's the way that they did it. it you know, might have been like it, more of like a teenager. Yeah, because the like, baby's not gonna call me pussy. Yeah, <laughs> and if you do, you got a thug ass baby. That's uh-huh. how you end up in a wall. <laughs> I'm gonna put you to this fucking wall. Um, no, so like I actually went back and I did uh some due diligence or whatever, and there are a shit ton of panels and scenes from the 90s, like Lethal Protector run that I didn't read. I just looked at the fucking shiny covers and shit like that. Um, all the foil covers covers, I should say, where he he is kind of cheeky and cute in a big doofy jock kind of way. And I think as time went on, they just took the Eddie Brock character um, who was the no, was that Eddie Brock or was that Flash Thompson? Flash Thompson was the uh, dumb jock. Yeah, dumb jock. Eddie Brock was just the the dickhead. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot because even in Spectacular Spider-Man, they kind of made Eddie Brock a mentor, an older brother to peter parker and then he became a like the symbiote made like this jealousy off of this one moment that happened that just drew a line between them so it became one of those things like the the main purpose of venom was like yo if i can't have you peter parker nobody can so it's like that's that's his main his main purpose in, I guess, life or whatever is just to kill the person that he really wants to be with the most. Latinas. <clears throat> um, but being that Tom Holland or whatever isn't in this movie, they had to find another uh, vehicle or another, um, I don't know, method of getting this this point across. I haven't seen 
there's probably will be that moment, you know, of them butting heads or it's just like, I don't want to be with you anymore. It's just, well, well, that's too damn bad. You know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Cause like the, the whole thing is basically like going the buddy cop route. Yeah. So there, there has to be that moment. Just that's just how you do those stories. You know, it's just like the genre trope that you just have to hit. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Carnage? He looks ridiculous, but I like Woody Harrelson, so I'm never mad to see him in anything. Right? His, his hair looks better in this trailer than it did at the end of Venom. But it's at still not what good. I remember. It's still not good. No. But it's it's there. But it's it's, it's something. Yeah, he's like, also just like a really odd choice for that character. He is. I would have picked nothing about him says like, oh, this is uh I don't remember Carnage. Homicidal maniac, serial killer, fucking per- Cletus. Cletus? Cletus, Cletus Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. Cletus? Like nothing like I don't know. He just doesn't give off the serial killer vibe to me. But f- uh huh. It might work because remember, I want this movie to be bad. Yeah. It's like in the I'm most not, enjoyable way possible. I'm going in with a different set of expectations. So when right. things aren't lining up, that's good for me. Yeah. I just I hope can't. that like they don't realize the movie, the first one was real horrible. And that's why most people enjoyed it. Because right. it was just like so ridiculously bad that it was entertaining. Because once you try to actually do that, it's real easy to ruin that. You can't just be like real bad on purpose and have it be just as good. So like everyone that was making that movie was really trying their best and just failing horribly. Once he called him a pussy, I was just like, I'm here for this movie. This I think that was the turning point yeah. for me, too, <laughs> yeah. where I was just like, I feel like I'm not supposed to want this to be good. Right. I feel like whoever edited this wants me to enjoy how ridiculous everything is. Yeah. So shout out to them. And just do that for the second one, this whole movie. Because now that we got the origin and blah, 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 all out the way, now we can get into some established nitty gritty and just now they could probably start to have more fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the jokes will probably fly. When it comes to to Carnage, Cletus, Cletus, um, I just think that name is hilarious. It doesn't strike me as a white man's name at all. I rather just get into the origins of that. Also, there's a line in the trailer that I had to run back a bunch of times when the carnage um, symbiote, uh, as it was once called, uh, he claws his way out of, I don't know, like a chamber or some shit like that. And he goes, chaos soon come. And I'm like, is this nigga Jamaican? Like, why is he speaking like that? (laughs) Soon come. I was like, yo, pull up. Uh, so now I'm just rooting for Carnage because in my mind he's Jamaican. So there's that. Yeah. Good luck, Eddie. Man, good luck, that, good luck Tom. That was a, a wild era in the '90s when you had Venom versus Carnage going on, and then you had all of the other symbiotes. Uh, symbiotes. Fucking movie made me realize I don't know how to pronounce that. I thought it, I did. We were. I felt like we were saying it right for our entire lives until that moment in the movie mm-hmm. where. Where it and then people on the internet the were saying it like some whole other way yeah. from what I was saying and from what they said in the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah. is this isn't a real word, I guess. I, I don't know what's going yeah. on. It's a symbiote. Symbiote, symbiote, potato, potato. I don't, I don't care, man. Like, whatever. But apparently, yeah. Scream is also in this. Um, Also, don't care. But yeah, what happened Scream to Morbius? Is in it. 
Morbius now uh, to move forward. We're all excited. Venom, cool. I'm going to go see it. Uh, Morbius got pushed back again till January 28th or that's crazy because like that. this wasn't like like they're just now announcing this and right. they're taking Morbius which was announced ages ago damn near like a year ago at this point bro I didn't know Venom 2 was shooting until they was like yo here's the poster for Venom 2 it's coming September I found out about Venom 2 maybe the tail end of last month and I was just like okay cool yeah it's not something that I wanted immediately, but I'm not mad that it's happening. And I feel yeah. like that's just where I am in my fandom right now. There, sure. there isn't really a superhero movie that I'm mad at. There's also not a superhero movie that I won't watch either. Like I, I watched bloodshot at this point. I'm just going to watch them all. I can't say like, Oh no, I'm not going to watch that. It looks horrible. I watched bloodshot. Yeah. I'm going to watch it because I think it's horrible and I want to, Bloodshot also had enjoyable parts. And because it was bad, I enjoyed the bad parts a lot because I went in looking for trash. And Is then that like when it it was kind of good at certain points, I was just surprised. Overall, it was trash. Is that on streaming now? Has to be. Has to be by now. Because I never finished that movie. I had to leave. Oh, right. To yeah, move you my left car. to move your car. You just never went back. <laughs> never went back in because I was like, it's the end of the movie. I'm not going to move my car six blocks walk back six blocks and catch the credits or whatever after missing the the most action is knee action kick, 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 punchy punchy pow pow part of the movie i just yeah. i said fuck it i don't care you didn't miss much in that whole movie you didn't miss much morbius though i feel like it's pushed it's getting pushed back because they know people don't give a shit and they're eventually just going to drop it on vod yeah, especially now since Marvel and Sony came to a new partnership as far as streaming and future projects and shit like that go, it's like why you know like who gives a who gives a shit? Yeah, at least Venom they know will make them a lot of money because it made them a lot of money before, mainly yeah. with the Chinese market. But yeah, if it worked once, it'll work again. It's so odd to me how they're okay with like those giant things, but like a skull is where. They jump off. Yo, I told like, you the marketing, the marketing yeah. for Venom just had this like real adorable Venom helping old ladies cross the street and shit. So like it, it was a whole different thing for them. So we can we can have a demon devil. We can have uh what's his name? What Hellboy. We can have Hellboy. Like, how did that do over there? That was straight up. I don't know, but you're just pulling up all of the like bad superhero movies of the past few years that I've watched, and I'm just like, yeah, I really can't sit here and say oh, I'm not watching this. Yeah, like I, but <laughs> that many, was horrible. We brought up like four bad movies at the back to back to back to back, and there's another one coming out. We don't do we have anything good coming out? Yeah, we might actually have to make like a ranking of the horrible superhero movies. I don't know what we would grade it on, though. Like, which ones were, like, actually the best out of the bad ones or which ones were the best because they were bad? Right. That's, yeah, that's a column A, column B type thing. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll come back at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Let me let me run through this. What else do we got? Uh, Knives Out 2 is looking pretty good. I'm not... I don't, I don't know too much about what they're doing with it. Uh, I saw... That they cast uh, my man's, and I was excited about that. The best depiction of the Incredible Hulk that you'll ever see, that no Edward. one ever talks about, Edward Norton. 
Yep. Fucking. Yep, yep. I, I saw that and I was just like, great. I haven't seen him in much in a long time. I don't know if he's been doing like TV or like small indie roles or something like that, but chilling. I'm I'm here for it. The first one was real good. I was really excited to run around and tell everyone like, yo, go watch Knives Out. It's yeah. so much better than what you would think it would be. A comedic mystery in it in it in a sense, right? Yeah. Um, and full spoilers because you should have watched it by now. They tell you who done it in the beginning of the Who Done It. Yeah, I've never seen that done before. And then they hit you with the okie doke of Who Done It, Who Done Did It. And then at the end, it's like, Nah, Ferrodo, he did it. Like, yeah, yeah, told yeah, you he did. Yeah. <laughs> All this other bullshit we didn't have to do. This could have been a short, a short film. This could have been a thirty-minute show, but they gave Honestly, us more money. Could have so. been like a five-minute thing if you yeah. just listened to us. But yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> but. You're welcome. Uh, so Daniel Craig is, is going to be in the next one. Dave Batista, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet. Um, oh, let's go! It's fire. Uh, Agatha from WandaVision. I forgot her name. Kath, Kath, Catherine. Heigl. Let's go! Extra fire. It's definitely not Catherine Heigl. That's a different That's, white woman. Okay, sure. But yeah, Agatha. Agatha Harkness is in it. Maybe that's what I mixed up. Agatha. Agatha. Uh, so she's gonna be in it, and I think they're doing like a four and a five, and it's all gonna be on Netflix. So I'm like, cool, free dope shit with people that I want to hear from. Awesome. There's also this thing with Dave Batista that went on this past week where he was bitching on Twitter saying, you know, how Drax the Destroyer actually has like this really intense storyline and depth and blah blah blah, and they kind of reduced him to to just this bumbling shirtless idiot with muscles that's not a quote that's just my interpretation of what he was saying yeah um and people were just they were like yo marvel really dropped the ball with da 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 and people were just pointing out they're like didn't your friend james gunn write both of them why didn't you bring this up to him instead like yeah. sure uh it's just getting I mean, the- he, he's not wrong Drag's not storyline is like deep but also i don't care yeah like like what what you did with this movie what james gunn did with it worked perfectly right made a shit ton of money off of it shut the fuck up it's i don't be be thankful that you were able to play that role because look at how far your career has gone since you've gotten a lot of opportunities to do things mainly off of you as Drax because no one watched that fucking Bushwick movie that you did. Nobody what? watched that shit. What is what? Exactly. What? Okay. No, what I was going to say was, I think this is just my perception. Don't, don't beat me up. You're still a very large man. I think that there's some animosity or some projected Hollywood animosity um towards the rock like dave batista <laughs> like nah, dave heavy nah bro i really think i i feel like in recent memory there's been some comments made about that maybe we didn't he say the rock it. isn't a good actor i feel like he said that i feel like that's what it was and then we were looking at like bro have you seen your filmography like it's yeah. not and my first thought on that on that list was bushwick yeah <laughs> i was like you know, come on man so it's just like, yeah, you both come from the same worlds. If it wasn't for The Rock, would you be here technically? For the for the wrestler, The Rock to to bust down that uh, Hollywood door and make a new lane for like these big actors and shit like he that. Would, because it's been like that's happened before. The Rock with, Ho- is, with Hogan maybe been like 
by far the most successful of them. And he might actually be the only reason why wrestlers going forward can get that opportunity still. Because it, because listen to this, it was the like, yeah, I, I know of Hollywood Hogan, whatever Hulk Hogan, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, yeah. In the in the nineties, even eighties, whatever, that's fine. But then there was like a time where people kind of like moved away from that completely. The Rock came in, he did the the bum ass Scorpion King rundown, all the stuff. Then right after that, you see the longest yard, mad wrestlers, Kevin Nash, Goldberg. Um, I don't even remember those two. Oh, Stone Cold was in that shit. There you go. Oh, yeah, Stone Cold was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. So it's like, and then there was that. And then John Cena was like, hey, guys, me too. And his big bumbling, broided out ass came stumbling on like the fucking Hulk in a China shop. That was a horrible analogy. Uh, to, to do the same shit. He was like, 12 rounds, 12 rounds too. I'm a firefighter. All this bullshit. And then, well, I think Dave Batista probably came in before John Cena and them. But like. I'll give Batista credit. He picks roles that are far more interesting than the ones that John Cena picks. John Cena basically plays the same character in everything. Batista, like, he's really trying to be an actor. And I I can respect that because he's, you know, putting the work in. Cena's just like, yo, I'll just be like the dumb big guy. I literally. Or military guy. Yeah, but then it's like you said, they all have these big wrestling dudes do the same kind of movie. Yeah, because, that's what they're good yeah. for. The giant yeah. do action movies. No, but I meant like the the giant kitty movie. The Rock did Tooth Fairy. Vin yeah. Diesel did The Pacifier. The Rock also did Game Plan. Well, and then- look at Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger did the same thing. That's just what action hero movie ca- actors do, right? Yeah, you come out. You do all your big action movies. People fall in love with you as the action guy, right? And then you do some movie where like you're. The I have a heart for some child and yeah. it's just like you know a sweet story that's real funny that people fuck with and it's just like look we got to see a different side of you yada yada then you come back with like death blow four <laughs> and everyone's like now we back to the shits let's go death blow four sounds sexy <laughs> like that is <laughs> I would like to know who was in that movie is Agatha in that movie Agatha <laughs> Agatha uh, Janelle Monet. I'm a oof, I'm gonna be lusty in there. <laughs> All right. I don't know. We're going to different theaters. So uh, before, before we move away uh-huh. from wrestlers, I just want to take a second and say rest in peace to New Jack. You were crazy. Yes. You were an yes. insane. You're you were a horrible <laughs> human being. What? But you were also a legend and yeah. a genius within your craft. And I loved your work. Like I the whole shit as the gangsters where he was running around and he was just really racist towards white people and playing off of their racism. Genius. Genius. Okay. You couldn't do that shit today because they wouldn't let you, but it would still work. But back then when they thought it was real and he was really out there and he said, OJ Simpson, keep up the good work. It's too less of a made the world a better place. I'm just like, fam, he was on it. And that was, Fantastic dude, man. That was all a ploy. I thought you were going to say the genius part. The way you stabbed that guy and then pushed him off the rafters. What? This, <laughs> this is why I, I started with all of the negative things. <laughs> and then said, but you were a genius within your craft. And I appreciate you for that. You were also just like a really entertaining figure. Just you did some really horrible things in your past. 
that I like it's it's part of the whole New Jack story, so we can't shy away from that. But for those who don't know anything about New Jack, last year he had an episode on this TV show called Dark Side of the Ring. You just look up Dark Side of the Ring, the New Jack story or whatever, and it'll probably be the first thing that pops up. It's a real good rundown of who this guy was. It's like 45 minutes. It's a very interesting story. And like we're not saying like, oh, we stand him. We love him. New Jack can do no wrong. We fully acknowledge that this dude did a ton of wrong. He's fucked up. We're just saying that, yo, I can't believe you are a person that did entertainment things. And it's it's a lot. It's just yeah. a lot. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like human beings are complex. You know, yeah, like there are there are rappers that you're a big fan of. And you think about who they were prior to who they are now or. Right. You know, some of the things that they've done in their past, like Dr. Dre isn't the, the best individual, but. Human beings are complex, right? That was that was a good that was a good cleanup. Also, a very large man. That's listen. Who Doctor Dre? <laughs> yeah, if Doctor, if we got a, he's a big dude. If you got to fight Doctor Dre and Dave Batista, listen, like this is it's a lot. Who you got between Doctor Dre fight and Batista? No, who you got when me and you have to fight Doctor Dre and Batista? Oh, I'm gonna fight Doctor Dre. All right. All right. So you can fight the wrestler. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> That's fair. I guess that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I was talking gonna... to Dr. Dre about plugins. I might be yeah. able to talk <laughs> back off of one and beat my ass. It's <laughs> got strategic. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, speaking of James Gunn, as we were before, James Gunn is no longer interested in helming a Thunderbolts MCU film. Uh, Good. He said the Suicide Squad scratched that itch for him. I was going to say, like, you're already doing another team movie. I feel like, if anything, if you want to continue to do superhero movies going forward and you don't want to just, like, work with the franchises that you've already, like, you've got, Mm -hmm. do, like, a solo hero movie. And then I feel like, as a director, you might just want to stop doing superhero movies altogether because you don't want to just be the superhero movie guy. Question, question though, follow up question. So, does the peacemaker show that he's doing with John Cena does that not count as a solo because you already established this character amongst the team dynamic? And then isn't that deeper? before? Like, doesn't that come out before Suicide Squad? I still don't know. You know, hold on, give right, me let's two Google seconds because I'm gonna look it up. Oh, cancel, new tab. Uh. Peacemaker show debut. Hey, when you type that P, what was the second letter that popped up first? I'm just asking. It was an O. It was an O. You shut your whore mouth. Uh, Peacemaker scheduled to debut in January 2020. Eight episodes. I thought it was this summer. Huh. No, it's, it's saying to well, release early well, you next said year. 2020. 2022. My bad. My bad. Words, letters, numbers, things. Uh, I haven't eaten for the day yet. Uh, um, Yeah, so that one's coming out after the movie. So that's a solo. So, yeah, does that that really count towards his... uh, I don't think it does. But I I also think kind of. It's like an asterisk. If if it's a mini-series. You know what it is? It could end up being like what two three hours long maybe 
essentially that's a movie right so the thing that they've done with james gunn at least twice already is that he was able to take characters and a team that is lesser known that people don't really give a shit about and make them very interesting fun and compelling great love it cool whatever um but we haven't seen him do that with a individual character and give them that same kind of like respective um depth like if i were to give james gunn a character and i was like yo give me uh, an hour and a half long fun series on this one person, it would probably be like like Zaz. Just something like just real dark humor in a weird way where it's just like Zaz is someone who misses so many social like cues for obvious reasons. He's a fucking serial killer that marks himself for every body that he catches. Um, but yeah. there's there's like a not to not to be general and have this come off the wrong way, but there's a comedic aspect to it, kind of like how they did him in Birds of Prey. That was Zaz. It's not the Zaz that we know, but that was a version of Zaz that they kind of had like. Yeah. cutesy darker light humor whatever how do you categorize it moments with and i think with you take james gunn's brain you can do something in a in a different vein with him mm. um with a hero though i don't um i don't know the fucking yeah i got nothing i got nothing i was Booster gonna say gold. like oh yeah 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 yeah. Paul Rudd for Booster Gold? Ah, Paul Rudd would be a, a very good Booster Gold. And like I he does want to get someone else in there. I just don't know who. At one point, Sean William Scott was getting bounced around. He was... He would have been real dope. He's still kind of shredded. He he's, was on... he's also still like a good actor. I don't know if you've ever seen The Goon or The Goon 2. Great it's a hockey See, movie. He yeah. plays a fucking goon. He just rides yeah. around, punches people. It's good right. shit. He's a fun guy. Role Models was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you guys about the the reboot series that's now canceled, The Lethal Weapon. He played, he replaced uh, Clayne Crawford on that show, Riggs, and he was a completely new character for like the last season of the show. And then like, Damon Dwayne's Jr. was just giving everybody problems and blah, 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 blah. So they just canceled the fucking show. Damn. But he was great on that one. He played a, um, like a thrill seeker, but he was also a, a soldier in Iraq. And his crutch was that he caused um, a friend of his to die. And that person was a child, like someone that he knew out there that was like, oh, you're a cute kid. Da, 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 da. He caused him to die. Um, or blames himself for that person's death. Your Fox has some dark shit on there, bro. Um, and it just had me like laughing at it. But yeah, Booster Gold, that would be that would be dope as well. Uh, they said the Suicide Squad is rated R. It's now official. D- duh, don't give a fuck. Um, Kevin Feige has no ambition to lead Lucasfilm, according to multiple sources. That's cool. Cool. Don't really give a shit. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, da, 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 da. Yo, did you see the um, 
the Masters of the Universe stills that came out? No, I didn't. Oh my God, I'm gonna send this to you right now. Bro, this so Kevin Smith um is doing Masters of the Universe. It's one of those things that I knew from my childhood. I was too young to care. And then as I got older, just got interested in other things. Oh, it looks so good. It's in the same vein of like that Thundercats, um, Voltron. Uh, what else was back then? Mark Hamill's doing Skeletor. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. so good. There, they got their voice cast is like stellar. It's like another Invincible level voice cast that they have for this show. Yeah, I'm I'm here for this. It's it looks amazing. So I I really like He Man and the Masters of the Universe. My my older cousin used to throw that on a lot. That's how I wound up liking Thundercats and like all those other franchises from the 80s. Right. But like He-Man was one that was always cool, but I just never got too into where I like knew the backstories for all of the characters. I just knew who they were. I knew who was good, who was evil, and I thought Skeletor looked badass and Shira was like she was the female character so I rocked with her cuz she was the only one basically. Shira's from that universe also? Yeah. So she's the one that has like season five on Netflix and shit like yeah. that. Awesome. So where I come from, like all these shows from the eighties, they existed. I used to see them and I was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wrap up. So Dragon Ball Z can come on. Like, cause they all came up on Cartoon Network or whatever. Mm. So I always saw it. Thundercats was the Thundercats and Voltron. I got into the most. And then maybe about like eight, 10 years ago, they did that one reboot of Thundercats where uh, Will Friedel was the voice of Lionel. And it was legit. It was done as a similar style to this, this He-Man that's coming out. And it was dope. And it was just short-lived. Um, and then they did the, the second reboot where they made it like kiddish and whatever. And I appreciate that style for some things. I just didn't want it for this. So I never really watched it. It could be cute. It's kind of like the, the the same grudge people have with Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go, where it's like, yo, if you give it a chance, you really could enjoy it for what it is, but it's not what you initially wanted. So you're going to approach it with some apprehension or just keep pushing it off until like you're tricked into watching it one day, you know? So mm-hmm. that's how I felt with like the new, the new Thundercats um, show. And then Voltron came out on Netflix and Steven Yoon voiced one of them. And I don't know what happened. I really enjoyed that show a lot. And then there was just like, I think a longer hiatus where I forgot about it and never went back. And that was the start of me starting shows, enjoying them. But then for some reason, just not going back to finish them shows for those shows. I have like four or five of them. I have like four animes off rip that like I started, enjoyed it picked up something else and never went back and yeah, it's just like that all weird, the time it's a weird vicious cycle now of so voltron i want to go back to this one i'm joining this he-man's off rip getting binged the first day i want to ask you something and i i need your professional opinion on this from your brain and your brain only is it irresponsible of me to see this this show see how Skeletor looks and just get a badass Skeletor tattoo on my leg? No. No, don't do it? Or no, it's not irresponsible? No, it's not irresponsible. 
that's all I needed. Because Skeletor <laughs> is just like he's one of those characters you can look at and be like, "Yo, I really love his design." And get the tattoo, and then anyone questions you about it, one spit in their face because <laughs> who the fuck are you? But if you feel like answering them, just be like, "Skeletor looks awesome." They can't say he doesn't, right? That it's- just makes you a liar. <laughs> But then I also run the risk, at least during short season, because I do want a Skeletor tattoo on my leg now. Um, and I, I, I have full intent of doing my due diligence and uh, learning the history of Skeletor and whatnot. Man, don't I do just, all that. Just watch a few episodes of Masters of the Universe from before. And then when this one comes out in July, watch some of that too. And be like, yeah, Skeletor. He does Skeletor things. It's cool. Yeah. Remember an evil like skeleton. Meme? Like, there's yeah. nothing more to him. He's who you got in a fight. Skeletor and he's great Mumra. gifts. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking Mumra. Really? Because yeah. of magic? Yes. Yeah. It's like, like, if once, you could get roided up off magic, that's different. I feel like Skeletor probably has got some magic in the tuck, too. But Skeletor know. also like has a squad of lackeys under him. Mumra was just like, it's me. It's me, you know. <laughs> you know what I do. It's my chain now. <laughs> Run that. Kitty, kitty. Bum Rob voice by 50 Cent. Yeah, he's like, y'all show you who Big Purr is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> I was like, oh, Bum Rob. Big Purr. <laughs> nah, Big Purr. That's, that's the name of the episode now. Big Purr. <laughs> oh, man, but now I got to find... Does it have to be a like? Does the cover art have to be like Thundercats theme? We talked about Thundercats enough, right? I feel like it's appropriate. I'll think of something. We talked about Thundercats for like two seconds. Ah, They were the punchline to a Skeletor joke. It's gonna be either Big Purr or it's gonna be Death Blow Four. Cause, cause why not? If it's Death Blow Four, I feel bad for whoever has to look at the cover art. It just, it just sounds sticky to me. But um, yeah, this this show it looks amazing. I'm I'm waiting for a trailer. Um, I'm fully invested. It's it's I don't know. It just looks great. It just yeah, looks, it looks great. cool. If it works out, uh, hopefully it leads to them rebooting like GI Joe and of course Thundercats. You everyone already knows how I feel about Thundercats. I'd love to see that come back. But just like a a resurgence of just like animated shows but made for young adults and adults with the success of invincible hopefully like it just i just want this to just snowball just give us more animated shows get american animated shows back to what they used to be so i'm not just sitting here like yo anime is the only sort of cartoon thing i'll watch because everything else is ass so now um Speaking of G.I. Joe and whatnot, it's actually, we're recording on Sunday. We're supposed to be getting a Snake Eyes trailer today. Oh, today. It's today. I didn't know this movie was happening. And it's, I did, but I thought they canceled it because like yeah. they stopped talking about it for so long. Right. It, it's, whoop. Oh, okay, somebody just texted me. Um, yeah, it's just so weird and out of the blue almost where i'm just like oh similarly to like the venom 2 thing which is like i didn't know this was happening i remember watching the original gi joe movies and i liked snake eyes he was just a cool ninja dude that didn't speak because he took a vow of silence until he killed the dude that killed his master who was his brother 
in the same like monastery and whatnot um mm-hmm. i believe yeah uh so, something like that and he's like yeah i just took a vow vow of silence and it's gonna be straight violence until i see my silence bars so it's that um but this one is starring henry golding who's the dude from crazy rich asians uh oh. yeah it's him didn't know he was a martial artist don't even care a, if he's not I was about to ask you if he is because i feel like he's not <laughs> but he might be but you never know if you're wearing a helmet majority of the movie you don't have to be bro that's true like you know stunt doubles are a thing that's, yeah that is a thing and I, I never saw the original G.I. Joe movies just because uh, I think at that point I'd, I'd watched enough Transformers movies to not care about G.I. Joe. Like I've, I'd seen enough bad movies based on 80s cartoons to just not want to see another one. So I don't I don't even know if I would have enjoyed it at all. I, like my brain saw it just said this is trash. All right. So it was. No, no, it's because it's in a different it's no because. A lot of your, or like the general issue with uh, the Transformers movie is just too much like distracting explosions and all this kind of shit. It didn't really have that. The, they had in the first one, it was Channing Tatum and Marlon Wayans. And they honed in really nicely on that storyline. The first one I really fucked with. Mm-hmm. And I think was Justin Long Co- Cobra? Maybe. I don't remember. This was like 2008, nine, some shit like that. Uh, the second one, they couldn't get Channing Tatum, I think, due to scheduling conflicts with like, um, what's his name? Not like Mike. Uh, what's the, the dancing Mike? He was a stripper. What's that one called? Magic Mike. Magic Mike like Mike. What an idiot. Bow <laughs> Wow. Somewhere like, yo, I could have been in that too. Yeah. Look at, look at, look at me supporting black actors. Black actors. Um, so in the beginning of that one, they got killed off. Like Marlon wasn't even in that one altogether. And they brought in The Rock, I believe. All right. I was going to say, how do yeah. you kill off your main characters? Like, well, if we're going to upgrade to The <laughs> like, Rock. And, this, uh, I guess and I it's think, okay. I think this is one of the first roles when The Rock was like, I'm bald now. And everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> And he just got bigger as soon as he shaved his head. So there was that. But it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't hate it. You know, like I didn't hate those movies at all. But again, I haven't watched them in probably like 10 years or so. So I could possibly very hate them. But now that I know this is coming July 23rd, I'm going to go back and watch those movies. I don't know if it's connected. I don't know. Haven't seen the trailer yet, even though you guys are hearing this the next day. But we'll see. Andrew Coy um is also in this this the dude that uh is in the warrior the main character in that okay um so you know the shits are going to be given yeah so i'm 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 here for it we already know he gives it up yeah he's going to be i forgot it's not snake eyes it's the other one who i mean all right i'm gonna do my googles live on air who is the white snake eyes G.I. Joe, question mark. Storm Shadow. Look at the yeah, internet. Could, Yo, the internet is... Name. But see, because he's deceiving. His name is Storm Shadow, but he white. Yeah. Shadows ain't white. Snake Eyes is always the cool looking one to me. Snake Eyes. Yeah. Um, 
That's that's one of the main things about like those eighties and nineties cartoons is like the character design. Everyone yeah. looks awesome because their goal is to sell you action figures. The story right. and all that shit came after. So like that might not be fully fleshed out. The yeah, I mean, it's just like look, military guys. We got good ones, we got bad ones, they fight the end. But look at how cool everyone looks. Don't you want to buy them? I do. This man's face is metal. Give me one. And then your mom is like, we are poor. And you're like, I hate it here. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, Cobra Commander, at least. <laughs> yeah. That's like, listen, if any, you guys push me to a life of crime, I'm going to steal this. I'm going to own this. I, I am. I just want you to know that I'm going to own this. And I don't want to hear any questions about it later. That's right. But. But the thing with Storm Shadow, I'm looking at him. I'm like, yes, the character design is cool, whatever. But why white? You're an assassin. That's a lot on dry cleaning. Unless you just have like a shit ton of suits. How, what is it? What's your laundry uh, regimen? Because I've been trying to get this one Kool-Aid stain off of my white shirt. Hovercrafts weird. With Gatling guns on the back of them. Like they got some like sort of special Tide Pods, I'm sure. I'm sure. Imagine military you, grade tie pods. Imagine <laughs> it's you, just a big ass grenade. Yeah. <laughs> just throw it in there. Imagine you working for Cobra Commander and he comes in one day and he's just like tight over a stain. It's just like forget about world domination. I need the formula to get this fucking uh mustard stain off of my Cobra helmet thing because it's very distracting and I need people to respect me. There's a stain on my. Like, my nah, there's a fan. Wait, I'm is out. Gilbert Godfrey Cobra Commander? <laughs> Can we make that? <laughs> I want it. I want it. <laughs> there's a stain on my helmet. Uh, what else we got? iCarly is coming back for a reboot June 17th. That's all I got on that. Who gets I a couldn't boot. give less of a fuck about that, fam. Um, I, I do know it was a big show and a lot of people really enjoyed it. I, I'm sure it was good when it came out because of how many people were big fans of it. I just was not one of those people. I was. I still just don't care enough. I'm just running through uh, this online source that I get some comic news from and it was there. So I figured I'd just read it. Uh, report. What if series is going to release August 2021? So the animated Marvel What If series is going to be coming out this summer uh, towards the tail end of it. Should be popping. I'm here for it. I, I've, I've always been a big fan of the What If comics and just right. the concept of What If because it's just like, oh, writer and an artist get in a room and it's just like, hey, what if such and such happened? <laughs> cool, let's write it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. That easy. And that is my the, the biggest or one of the biggest problems that I have with um, people coming back where it's just like, well, you can't do this. You can't do that. What about this? I'm like, there's a whole series about what if we did do it and now it's a thing like who cares? Just give me all the weird offshoot things that my brain automatically comes up with and just make it good and put it out like. Who gives a shit? But whatever. We're going to see what's going That's on. All that. Is, Just entertain me. Yeah. Speaking about entertainment, uh, this week I was chilling online, right? And uh, for, for a very long time, I don't read the X-Men comics a lot because it's a lot of words and I get confused and I felt like I missed out on so much X-Men 
in my life where no matter how much I read, I'm just lost. Like I read House of X, uh, Powers of X. Cool. I read all new X-Men. Cool. Avengers versus X-Men. Cool. Also some Somewhere between those three entities, some shit happened. Everybody else knows some shit happened. And they're going along with the regularly scheduled program as if some shit happened. And Chris is just like, what did I miss? What the fuck? Um, it, it seems like X-Men has doubled down across their titles because isn't there like six, seven X titles on their own? There are a lot. And I every week where <clears throat> a new one comes out, I'll give it a I'll skim through it. I was right. going to say I'll give it a shot, but it's not really giving it a shot. I just check to see if I might be interested based off of the art and what seems to be happening in the story. Most of the time, the answer is no. Right. But I'm just glad that the X-Men have a lot of books. Me too. Like, um, it's one of those things where I may not be directly invested into you, but I really hope that you win, you know? Yeah. I really like, hope that you guys are out there having fun and doing what you got to do to be a thing. I see the Marauders over there and I'm just like, yo, it's a book with Kitty Pride as the leader of a team. And I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm with that. I love Kitty Pride. I think she was a fantastic leader when she was just leading the X-Men proper. And then they gave her a spinoff when she was no longer leading the X-Men and she's got her own little thing going on. I'm like, yo, check it out. Oh, she's a pirate. I had them all check it out. I hate pirates. Like, I, I hate them. <laughs> Yeah, I felt similarly when uh, with Jubilee, love Jubilee to death, got her tattered on my skin when she was um, in Excalibur and shit like that. I'm like, dope. Give me more of it. Read like two issues, copped her with uh, anytime she had a cool cover on it, popping some bubble gum. I was like, I'm good now. I'm 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 good. Jubilation Lee, thank you for what you've given me. I'm going to take my exit now because there's just so many other things to read. They made her a vampire. Fucked it up for me. But whenever yeah, she they, has on the raincoat. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. They made her a vampire. Didn't do much with her unless she started hanging out with Blade. I would like that a lot. Dude in a black trench coat, chick in a yellow trench coat. This is starting to look like Zordon's motives with the Power Rangers. Why are y'all trench coats mashing? <laughs> This is a lot. I need you guys to take a step back. I no longer want this. If somebody, <laughs> never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, yo, if the main villain pops up in a white trench coat, that's all the answers that I need. Um, but it, it, yeah, when they did that, and then she like found a baby. She didn't have a baby. She found yeah, a baby. She found became... a baby and started raising it. So they made her a vampire. Then they made her a mom. Then they gave her a team of like students that she was supposed to be teaching. Yeah. And I remember that was just real boring. Like it was a very wordy book and there wasn't enough like punching. Like X-Men has always been a comic where like you balance the wordiness and the story with a decent amount of punching and you've just got like a masterpiece every time. You throw that balance off slightly, horrible. Has it gotten to a point where the underlying themes of X-Men, you know, like when it comes to um, the treatment of minorities and people that are different, mm-hmm. are they pushing that that theme in a very like militant way where it's just like, you're not really giving me anything new 
or anything different because like i don't i don't i don't know like it's to the point now where i know what is it karoka karako suits where where they they live at now krakoa krakoa right fire name that sounds like that sounds like something uh fat joe will come up with uh so they're in this this land where it's all mutants and blah 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 and it's like okay now what who are you guys fighting with is it the government still is it other mutants other heroes and there's there's just been it's to the and this is i think by design um between marvel and fox because there was a lot of pullback with with uh x-men toys merge a lot of these things when they didn't have the rights because they were in a fight to get the rights back from marvel so they didn't want to give them any more like fuel or information where they can just keep making their own shit mm-hmm. up um, with it. So that's fine. But and now it's very isolated, the two, where I just see Marvel subsection A, which is all the regular hero stories, blah, blah, blah. And then Marvel section B, which is just straight up X-Men interacting with one another the most interaction that i've seen the most integrated interaction that i've seen would have been um what's it called uh champions where scott was running around with uh miss marvel miles the new nova all all, all those guys but with the little you them right so then there's that so but the other day i'm on i'm on twitter and i'm out of my business scrolling 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 and for the longest time, I've been hearing this thing about the Hellfire Gala. And I've been seeing screenshots and depictions from artists that I follow that work on it online. It looks all very dope. And I was like, oh, I would buy that cover. Oh, I'd buy that cover. Oh, I'd get that. I'd get this. This is cool. Just to own, not even to like read necessarily. And then I'm scrolling. And out of nowhere, I just see Scott Summers just double-cheeked up on a Thursday. And I'm like... What is happening? You know what? That might be the cover of the episode. <laughs> it's just, bro, he is in this very weird, like, uh, in a very triangular, like, very pointy shoulders. Very pointy shoulders, and it, like, crosses over at the front. It's very fashion. Very fashion. He's very fashion forward. Um, It's very, inter- but I'm just like, who the fuck is designing this shit? On an island full of mutants. Are, is this your priority now? What the fuck is the Hellfire Gala? What is it? Fam, I'm not reading X-Men right now, so I don't even really know. But after seeing all that stuff over the past like couple weeks, I was like, yo, I, I really do need to get back into X-Men. I did say I was going to pick up the Hickman run again because I was enjoying it. I just I was reading so much other stuff that I, I just had to. Well, I, I didn't have to let it fall to the wayside. It just kind of did. Right uh, now, I'm reading so little that I can just like pick up X Men and just focus on that. So uh, I don't know, but if if it has anything to do with the Hellfire Club, there's probably going to be some BDSM and some weird sex stuff going on in there. And I what? Would... What? What? Is that what they be doing? That's what they be doing. What? Imagine Yo. you walk into a spot and Emma Frost is just like sitting on a throne somewhere with her feet up on some dude's back, and she's just like, "You want to replace him?" And you're just like, "Yo." I might. Yeah. <laughs> I might. When's the last time you got a pedicure? Um, so I look I actually looked it up. 
And it says, on Wednesday, June 9th, the Hellfire Gala will be in full spring. The mutant homeland, Krakoa, is still a young nation, but they really know how to throw a party. Various mutants will be in attendance, including the one group that doesn't call Krakoa home, Excalibur. Years ago, Captain Britain, a.k.a. Brian Braddock, Nightcrawler, uh, Magan, or Megan, with two Gs, sure. Kate Pride, is that different than Kitty Pride? Why are they calling her Kate here? Anyway, and Rachel Summers. Oh, shit, Rachel's back. I've missed so much. We're Europe's premier super team and the defenders of the United Kingdom. These days, Excalibur is led by Brian Singer's Betsy Braddock, the new Captain Britain. And she's joined by Rogue, Gambit, Jubilee, and Richter. Not bad. The, oh, the key difference between the two Excalibur teams, Betsy's group has not been embraced by Britain this despite the team settling down at Braddock's family's lighthouse. You live in a lighthouse? That is so British. Uh, additionally, <laughs> Betsy has received some very serious pushback from both the British's government and its people because she's mutant and a citizen of Krakoa. Sounds okay. Coven Akaba, what the fuck, has fanned the flames of their discontent. Rumor has it that the Coven may use the Hellfire Gala as a, another opportunity to strike. So it's a party, but some shit's going to go down at this party while everybody's all dressed up. Yeah, that sounds like I'm going to end up doing what I, I did in the past whenever I like fall off with a comic and just like want to jump right in at a certain point. But also uh -huh. wanted to know what happened prior where like I just start reading it at two different times. I read what's happening now and I also read like the whole backlog trying to catch up right. to that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's. Maybe maybe it's Hickman's run because Hickman is a very wordy author. Um, maybe it's just his run that deterred me because as much as I like the way his brain works, I really have to just dedicate my life. Like when I got into his new Avengers run, I was only reading that. I wasn't yeah. really reading anything else. So I could devote my full attention to it. And it was great. I loved it. Same thing when, when I decided to read House of X and Powers of X. I waited till it was completely done i copped the hardcover and i read the entire thing all the way through loved it there's so much going on with other titles and stuff like that i can't just read one issue and then wait a month or whatever yeah. not to not to mention all the the side shit that's happening yeah it's like i, I just had so much stuff to read and it felt like every week i was getting more comics because you know i was and I would just end up pushing some stuff off. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let me burn through the ones that are easy to read. And with Hickman writing the way that he does, he was never at the top of the pile of the easy to read books. He's always like towards the bottom. His stuff was the most fire out of everything that I was reading, but it was the hardest to burn through. And when you've got all these books and you're just trying to cut through the stack, you just want right. to get shit out of the way. So after a while, it just, I just, I was buying X-Men and not reading it. So I stopped. Right. It makes sense. It makes sense. But I I do suggest that you check it out because from what I, I did read, which was a decent chunk of it before they got into their event, uh -huh. it was really fucking good. Just a lot of people had issues with it because it wasn't the traditional X-Men story of, look, they represent oppressed people doing things to try and like get the world to accept them. It represented a, a side of that story that I was very interested in seeing. It, it was like the whole Marcus Garvey of like, what if we went back to Africa and we just stopped fucking with everyone else? So it 
for me as a black person, I still see the representation of minority people doing things. It's just a different version of this. It's just, it's so in the beginning, people were able to pull from the civil rights themes and whatnot between Mm -hmm. Xavier and Magneto, because that's something that's taught Marcus Garvey, not so much. So when the X book started to kind of reflect that, that part of very true history, people were disinterested and felt like they abandoned their original things when in actuality, they're just not abreast of the real life history. Yeah. Like it it, it was definitely, I've heard on podcasts, I saw on Twitter, a whole bunch of people being like, Oh, this is an X-Men. And you know, I always have an issue with people just like being so against things changing. It's just like, right. Just let it be something different. If you don't fuck with it, that's totally fine. You like what you like. You don't like what you don't like. It makes sense. Uh, Just don't read it then. (laughs) Right? Yeah, exactly. It's a real simple solution. Just stop reading it begrudgingly and just like come back when it reverts back to being regular old X-Men, which it, it will. And you'll love it when that happens. Grant Morrison started writing Green Lantern. It didn't feel like Green Lantern to me. It wasn't the Green Lantern that I was signing up for. It also right. wasn't Grant Morrison's best work as far as I was concerned. So I was just like, eh, I'll come back when y'all switch. Right. I didn't go online bashing the shit. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, there's other things to read, other things to love. I don't know what's up with people. They fucking suck. Uh, but that's all I got. You know, this, this is... We 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 pulled some things. This is this is still a lengthy episode. I was I was nervous for a little bit. Uh, let's get into some what's in your long box. Uh, did you read anything spectacular, interesting this week? So luckily, the one thing I did read was really <laughs> good. Uh, busy ass week, but I did take out some time. I was like, all right, let me check out Silver Silver Coin Number Two because I didn't realize that was coming out. Uh, right. So I mentioned it a couple episodes ago where I said it's it's a comic by Chip Zdarsky and I can't remember the artist's name. I'm going to speak very slowly while I Google it because his artwork is really good. And from what it seems like, well, not what it seems like, uh, just off of the second issue, I've learned that really the book is all centered around his art and the writer changes. So I thought that, that was pretty cool. Okay. And I, like I did that. not speak while typing. And I'm typing fucking silver coin. First thing that pops up is just a, tr- a Trump coin. Why is this a Whoa. thing? Whoa, you got to delete your cookies, sir. So, anyway, the artist is Michael Walsh. So, it's basically got centered it. around Michael Walsh's art. It's a horror anthology comic. And the first issue was a story about a guitar player who didn't want to sell out. He just wanted to make metal and use the silver coin as a pick things happen and it goes horribly wrong he winds up like playing until his hands come off in the strings and shit it's it was good the second story starts off with this young girl watching pretty much like a a jason ripoff and her mom's like oh it's, it's probably a bad idea for you to watch camp horror movies before you go off to camp and it's basically it's, it's a real quick read, so I'm not really going to talk about what happens in it too much after that. But basically, girl goes to camp, camp horror things happen. There's like a twist. It's sad and it sucks, but it's awesome because it's just quality horror again. And then the silver coin travels off to find its next victim. 
Oh my God. So I'm, I'm definitely just going to stick with this the whole way through. I don't know if it's a mini or if it's a full 12 issue, but uh, they got me for the whole thing. Maybe Trump should be on the cover of that coin. It seems diabolical and just pure evil. <laughs> he wouldn't be a bad person to have on that coin. On the coin, right. I read this week, I read uh, Future State Gotham. Uh, oh, definitely tell me about that because that was on the list of things to read. I'm hyped. This, this is the Red Hood story. And I'm not going to give away the the plots and twists and turns. So basically... Oh, maybe I will. Uh, so basically, first off rip, I noticed that this book has no color. I opened it up. It's just black and white. Yeah. I, I was looking at it. It was just like, oh, that's interesting. We don't Joshua, do that over here. Yeah, right? And I was just like, well, did I not pick up the right book? Joshua Williamson and Dennis Culver is on the writing team. Giannis, uh, Miliana Giannis. What? Wait. What? I'm reading this person's name. His first name is also in his last name. His first name is Giannis. His last name is Miliana Giannis. What? What? Your parents are lazy. I thought Giannis' <laughs> name was it was hard. Yeah. I'll Giannis Miliannis. Atetecompo? Wow. 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 I know this guy can't Nigerian. pronounce mad regular words. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Oma Nijas. Um, so basically this book is, it's, it's taking place in a, a Gotham that is currently in the, in the regular Batman stories is kind of laying down the groundwork with future state event back in January, we did see a significant jump, but now, things are starting to like line up a little bit. There are these things called the peacemakers and it's just a new lawmaker. They're like almost like RoboCops, but there's people inside the suits. They're just like very militant police officers that are trying to crack down uh, aggressively on vigilanteism. And you see what I, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? <laughs> Yo, everyone gets one. All right, you get one word pronounced right. The rest is a gamble. So they're trying to crack down on uh, masked heroes or masked villains. Anyone with a mask, we coming for that ass. That's their slogan. Actually, it's on a coin in Latin. <laughs> it's <laughs> that was really good. Actually, yeah, <laughs> we should put that on a coin. <laughs> but um. So it everyone is kind of like against the peacemakers besides Red Hood. And it's really peculiar as to why he kind of plays into their pocket as a bounty hunter for the uh, peacemakers. And everyone is kind of questioning why there's also um, he's also talking to someone who we don't know who it is yet, as if he's being a double agent or if it's extremely secretive mm. it's so secret that the other bat family members are not aware of this and act accordingly when they see red hood so they look at him as he's so undercover that even his loved ones don't know and that could create a problem for him so that that's basically the gist of issue one and i'm here for it uh did I wish it had color? 
Yeah, because in Future State, it looked really good, but Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at this either. And I was just like, oh, a manga. (laughs) That was basically it. I was just like, okay. That's how I felt when I was looking. I was like, oh, it looks like a manga. That's cool. Yeah, because it has a very sharp uh, style, drawing style. So I was just like, oh, okay, cool. But yeah, I'm here for it. What was that name of the anime, the Sentai anime you were telling me about, me and James? Oh, fuck. Um, damn. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Did you start? You didn't start watching, obviously, because you don't know. What no, because I tried to, but I couldn't. And I thought we screenshot it and sent it to one another, but we didn't. Uh, Samurai Flamenco. That's what it was. Samurai Flamenco. So anyone listening, because some people did hit me up. They were like, yo, when you figure out, because we were talking about Ranger Reject uh, last week, and they were, other people were like, stood by it. And they said, yo, when you guys figure out the name of that that anime, let me know. And I was like, yo, I got you. No, that shit is hard. So, People hit me up about Dan to Dan, too. And I was just like, let's go. Like, our suggestions who? are hating. Yeah. <laughs> was that the name of one last week? Yeah, the one with Turbo Granny. Right. You, I asked you, I texted you. I was like, yo, what was the name of it? You never responded. So it's not even up on last oh. week's docket. Dog, I didn't I didn't see that at all. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> yo, I was typing into Google Turbo Granny, Granny Sunken Dick. I was put, typing in all these shit. The results were nuts. If you <laughs> typed in that second one, I you're didn't, a wobble. I didn't. I didn't. Or did I? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Um, I, I just realized Silver Coin is only five issues, but like the next two issues are by writers that I really like. So it's cool. It's cool. Everything that we love comes to an end. Uh, but as always, thank you guys for listening. You guys can find me, uh, Duck Jordan underscore on Instagram and Twitter, CJW dot Squarespace. No, CJW designs dot Squarespace dot com. That's what it is. Type in both. Whatever pops up, do that or just contact me on my socials. Either way, fuck you. Go ahead. You can find me everywhere at Drumfu. That's D R U M underscore F U on all social media platforms. Also, email me drumfubiz at gmail.com. If you want music for anything, you heard the intro. You like that shit. You want that shit for your own thing. I got you. You want something different for your own thing. I got you. You want something horrible for your own thing. I got you. I just won't tell you I think it's bad. That is. That is funny, and I have. You know what? That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just funny. <laughs> because same, I'm gonna take your money. I'm gonna try to do some dope shit for you. I will if do you, my best. Yeah, but if Make you it keep, cool. but if you keep forcing me to do some shit that, in my professional opinion, the person that you come to and it's just like, yo, this is dumb shit, or this, it's just, what can I do? I can only do so much, you know to try to convince you that the thing you're forcing me to do is fucking stupid. And I know better than you as the person that you came to, because you know that I know better than you. It's a vicious cycle, but it is what it is. Thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bam.